Guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Chris, and I'm here with Stephen Muller. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Stephen is the campus uh, missionary. Now, it's not just UF, it's Santa Fe, too, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah, so it's both. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The greater Gainesville area, so. They're Gator, the Gator Gainesville area, Gator. See what I there did you there? go. I, I like that. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, this is <laughs> terrible. Well, guys, he is, um, this past, uh, last week, Stephen shared with us on Sunday night how you can have a quality quiet time, mm-hmm. or in other words, how can we go in depth in studying mm-hmm. God's Word? Yeah. And so, um... So share with us uh, real briefly, Stephen, just recap one or two of the highlights you talked to um, share with us on Sunday night. Sure. So I started explaining different ways that we can get into God's Word and talked about five primary areas of getting into God's Word. And we talked about hearing it, reading it, studying it, which was the primary focus, and then meditating and memorizing it mm-hmm. all for the, the main goal of application. Um, and then we dove into studying scripture and talked about three main ways, mm-hmm. three main steps, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. starting with observation. So what we see in the passage of scripture, interpretation, you know, what does this mean in context, uh, which just means what is the background information and then application. So what does this mean? You know, now that I understand what the the original message was to the original audience. What does this mean for me today in the 21st century? Um, and then we finished off at the end with a couple little tips that kind of hit on a little bit, brushed over, but um, that was pretty much what we talked about. Ah, cool, cool. Yeah, the um, the big one is application, I yeah. realized. You kind of throw back to summer camp this past year. It was given in a story uh, where you, like a basketball player, let's say you were playing basketball, and... You train and train and train, but you train to get in the game. You don't train to sit on the sidelines. You know, we do all the observation, interpretation for the purpose of application to go out and mm-hmm. doing it. And um, because you guys uh, love your pancakes so much on Sunday, nice. those are good pancakes. You guys ate like 150 pancakes. It was yeah. insane. <laughs> um, shout out to the middle school girls who actually made them for us this past week. But... Um, because of that, we kind of ran out of time to kind of sharing a few resources mm-hmm. um, that are available to us as we study God's Word. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what we want to talk about uh, this, this time that we have together and just briefly kind of hit on a few more details that can kind of help students, help leaders, help parents gain a better appreciation and understanding of mm-hmm. what God's Word can will give us so saying what are some things um that come to mind what are some resources that have helped you as you studied god's word um when you first became a christian all the way up through now yeah um well i grew up in a youth group context um you know tell people telling me to study the bible to get into it to read it um but i was more confused every time pretty much every time i opened up the bible i knew kind of the the main theme was Jesus, so that everything in some way pointed to him, but all the cultural references and um, innuendos and things, I just got lost in, and I didn't really mm-hmm. know what was going on. And so my freshman year of college was when I was first 
invested in and discipled by somebody um, my age, a couple years older, that took a genuine interest in me and um, really challenged me to kind of pull things out of Scripture to apply to my life. And um, he told me to get a, a commentary, um, so a Bible with some, some notes in it to kind of explain the culture. And, um, and that was my Christmas present that year. That was what I asked for yes. from my parents. Um, and just could not get enough of it in the beginning. And, um, just seeing so many different dots connected, mm-hmm. um, which a commentary is, is really just someone else's thoughts on the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so helpful when, you know, I was a freshman in college mm-hmm. and not super studied and, you know, biblical culture and, you know, the first century church and, um, you know, ancient times, mm-hmm. but hearing somebody else's observations and what they'd studied years for and seeing that was really helpful and just understanding little things in scripture that um, really stuck out and made a difference almost like you know we talked about the lesson was called mining for gold you know yeah you kind of see some of those little nuggets those little um, jewels that you find when you Mm -hmm. understand some of those cultural things so that was one of the most helpful things I think I don't know if you like, have anything to say about that? Yeah, I have. Well, um, as we speak, you know, there's two or three uh, uh, study Bibles on my desk as uh, we prepare for Wednesday night um, studying Galatians. But, you know, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the biggest things is when I was in high school, when I first became a believer and young in middle school, I I didn't know what a study Bible was. I didn't know all this stuff. I don't. As you look at my office now, I got commentaries, I have books, a whole shelf full of them, but we don't, like, that's not the norm, you know? And that doesn't happen mm-hmm. normally uh, for those of us who are followers of Christ. And so, definitely one of the biggest sources that I went back to was the study Bible. And for mm-hmm. uh, the biggest thing for me when I study scripture um, in the morning is that, um, you know, two factors. One, I didn't. I try not to study for someone else. I try to study for me. I don't want to try to get a biblical truth necessarily, like to tweet it in the morning right. or, you know, put it in the bottom of a picture of my coffee and my mm-hmm. a Bible and put it as a caption. Yeah. But you know, it's so hard for us sometimes in today's culture to want to just continue to show up front social media what God's doing, what we should do. Um, no doubt show the faith we have in Christ out there, but at the same mm-hmm. time, the, we study God's Word, it should be on application personally. Mm-hmm. And so studying that, but also at the same time, know, as you said, Stephen, that commentaries are other authors' interpretation and understanding of passages. Mm-hmm. Now, there is truth. You look at it and you see biblical history. Like That's not going to change. You talk about um, the location of some place. Are you going to look at of a way that this Greek word is understood. I mean, that's pretty black and white, but oftentimes, too, what commentaries do is they kind of give you a little bit more information to help you understand, but the biggest thing is not using it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. read God's word to go, then you just go immediately to the commentary. Um, wrestle with the passage yourself. Ask the Bible questions. We talked about that last year, in fact, as we studied god's word and try to come up with those answers on your own and then go back and try to help those uh, gray areas where you don't understand as well then go to the commentary and really kind of see 
what they're doing. Even right now, I'm going through Zephaniah. It's in my quad. I just finished the book. Yep. And uh, as I'm studying Zephaniah, I'm like, all right, all right, man, what are you saying here? So I'm finding myself going quite often to my um, CSB study Bible. I have a home, which mm-hmm. I actually use during my quiet time um, to look at it. It's very helpful, but have that moment to actually wrestle with it yourself. Yeah, and I, I actually ran into that myself probably – you know, sometime into my sophomore year of college, maybe at the beginning of my junior mm-hmm. year, where I kind of, I felt disconnected from God in a lot of ways because it just became me reading the Bible and then reading the commentary. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing any of that wrestling. And um, the best interpreter of scripture is other scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wasn't doing that. I was really relying on that commentary, which mm-hmm. I realized was, really kind of stripping my quality time with God, even though I was mm-hmm. getting some a lot of that information from other people, that other perspective, but it was kind of stripping some of that genuineness. Mm-hmm. So it's helpful. It was helpful, especially for me in the beginning to get some of that context. And, um, but it, I think we have to be careful to not let it sacrifice our quality time with God and you know, get in the way of us wrestling with the scripture. Yeah. And I don't know if there's an easy way to do that. For me, it was going back to a regular Bible and mm-hmm. putting the study Bible up in it. And so I had a question, you know, and I think that even mm-hmm. leads into the real important part of studying the Bible is not being afraid to ask our questions, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's to a leader or, um, you know, going to the internet, you know, again, we have to be careful of interpretations and people's <laughs> yeah. opinions, but it's a great, you know, there's so much more access to information than there ever has been. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, I think taking time to develop our questions and then ask them and pray through them. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I got to the point where I wasn't, I was just letting them give me the answer without the question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's an important part of studying the Bible, too. Yeah, yeah that's a big thing uh, when when it comes to it. Uh, I heard a stat. Now, like most stats, something to be made up on the spot. I forget what it is, but I think you even mentioned it, or Katarina mentioned it last week, where uh, when we don't write things down, we forget, what was it, 90%? I think 90%. Wow. Yeah. That's... I look back at school and all those wasted years at school <laughs> that I didn't write anything down, and I'm like, man, I wished... I wish I knew that, but... You know, that's the biggest thing. Now, we have cell phones, um, we have computers, we have laptops, we have iPads, you name it. We have it now, and it's so easy to pull those out to take notes on it. But one of the biggest things that studies are coming out with is people who take notes on paper in a book with a pen or pencil or Sharpie, they retain so much more information Mm -hmm. than people who just type out the notes on their laptops, on their phones. Because it adds another dimension. Mm-hmm. Because you're typing, it's easy to just type out every single word, you know, verbatim, every single word exactly as a preacher, as the teacher gives you. But when you're taking notes, I don't know about you, I don't write that fast, all right? <laughs> I write really small and I write, I'm left handed, so I'm already like, that's already against me right there, right? Being left handed. But the big thing is, when you are taking notes, you kind of have to shorthand it. You have to summarize in your mind as you're listening what's being told and then articulate that well onto a piece of paper. And yeah. you know, and that's a big thing when it comes to scriptures, taking that time to wrestle with it through, thinking it through and writing it down. And then you mentioned a few 
um, before we got started here, we're just chatting here in the office, and then something came up was reading makes you a thoughtful person, Mm -hmm. but um, but writing makes an articulate person, Mm -hmm. and really holding that to heart, asking asking questions in scripture and writing those down wrestling with the answer like how would you rewrite this verse how would you summarize what's been said mm-hmm. and help you add the extra dimension I and mean, that's helped me a lot yeah and some mornings are easy but some days I'm able to write write like a two or three pages in my notebook and some days i'm just writing down one sentence i'm just wrestling through it but the point is is to try to have that discipline set up mm-hmm. in your life where you wake up in the morning and sit down with God's word, have a cup of joe, have a cup of coffee. I don't know, you name it, <laughs> you mm-hmm. go for it. But then just getting into his word and writing it down. Yeah, I think that's a great discipline. And I think it's also a practice in humility. It's, yeah. I don't know what's going on and I need someone else to help me. Mm. You know, so it's a, one is a practice in articulation and just helping your yeah. brain develop in mm-hmm. synthesizing some information into a question that mm-hmm. is helpful for you and but also in you know a practice of humility in that mm-hmm. practice of writing things down asking questions going to your discipler in the forge or going that's to huge. you you know um absolutely and it, i think that's it's a big step that mm-hmm. it, t- it takes a while to get there i think yeah you know, not necessarily but for me it took you know i wasn't that humble you know <laughs> Not willing to say I don't know what I'm right, doing. Right, <laughs> right. You know, maybe that's why the commentary helped me is because I yeah. didn't have to actually go to a person. You know, <laughs> so you know, now you're kind. Of, I'm maybe exposing myself a little bit more than I wanted to <laughs> today, but um, yeah, I think it's so important, like you said, to. I think you can even broaden that to journaling. Um, mm. And you know, in uh, you know, I'm on staff with the BCM um, at UF and. One thing we tell students when they're doing a quiet time and trying to learn that um, is a method called SOAP, um, and it's scripture, observation, application, prayer, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of encompasses a lot of different things. And you know, scripture is the reading, study, observation. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about that as a step in Bible yeah. study, and then um, you know, application. You're kind of so it's it encompasses mm-hmm. all of that, but you know, encouraging students to even just write out those letters or those words and then, hey, this is the verse that impacted me. This is the observation I see, you know, but, you know, and saying, hey, let's go through those this week when you meet up with somebody and Mm. let's look at what you learned, look at what God was teaching you because, you know, I know for me when somebody asked, you know, what did you get out of God's word? If I didn't journal it, you know, I can Mm -hmm. kind of maybe pull something, pull some strings and get well it was something about you know this verse mm. and in this book and I Jesus is the answer yeah yeah yeah, yeah right so there's an I know the, enough of the Bible thematically now that I can kind of make something up but journaling mm. is just so helpful and it's like oh this now mm. I remember the exact question I had because I wrote it down mm. um it's just you know and you gave them probably the coolest notebooks I've ever seen to do that so <laughs> Uh, credit to my wife, Katarina. Shout out to her for finding those notebooks online. So give credit where credit's due <laughs> in that. But yeah, we wanted those to be a source, a mm-hmm. resource yeah. um, that could be used to be helping you guys out um, study study God's word and learn how, um, how it all fits together. And, you know, on that um, same, same vein, that same 
same idea, the same train of thought there. Uh, with these notebooks, there's it's meant to be a tool to be used. Um, not there's no I'm gonna take it say this with tongue in cheek. There's no wrong way to use it. Meaning if you take it and uh, make paper airplanes out of it, yes, that is a wrong way of using uh-huh. it. But this is your time with God's word and work. Well, there's no wrong principle um space pets uh being one example i mean if that doesn't resonate well with you there's no harm done if you want to use a different system but work find what works well for you because we're all we're all wired differently god makes each one of us unique in our different ways and something may speak out into another so just find that system and work with your leader um because we don't need another Bible study. We don't need another conference to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may be speaking about myself. I don't know what youth students go to conferences um, out there. there. Yeah, there's conference. Oh, passion. That's call students. Yeah, there's that. plenty. But for yeah, sure. but we don't need more of that. What we need more as Christians is to live it out. Yeah, we really just need a way to apply the truths that we have learned into our mm-hmm. everyday lives and to be able to wrestle with that with our leaders and. Yeah. Um, some of the best questions I've ever had on scripture come from these times where I'm sitting down with a student. I'm sitting down with one of my peers because um, we were just reading a passage of scripture that we don't understand. And they say something. And I'm wow, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, it is. And I think about James 122, but be mm-hmm. doers of the word, not hearers only deceiving mm-hmm. yourselves. But you could substitute hearing with different things, you know be doers of the word and not studiers only or not memorizers only, you know, or mm-hmm. um, not readers only, uh, deceiving yourselves. The goal mm-hmm. is doing. and That's how we see lives change. That's how we reach people who don't know the gospel. Yeah. Um, so that's the ultimate goal for sure. Mm. You know, one of the big things I've heard before that comes to mind now is, you know, God created the universe. And so if we ever find ourselves in a position where we're studying God's word in the morning, we're just in a rut and we're not feeling it, you know, pray to God, or even if you're not even a rut, this is a good discipline to do, but pray to God that God of creation to create in you a new heart, a new desire mm-hmm. to see truths and passages, to create in you a new um, eyes, to see something in that passage which you can use that day. Yeah. I mean, you know, go to God in prayer before we even study his word mm-hmm. uh, together. I'm flipping right now, um, Zachariah, I forget what chapter it is in but the people come to the prophet and ask them if ask on the behalf of god ask them like should we still be um giving sacrifices should we still be doing the feasts and the response is pretty uh, profound that god gives the prophet which we have recorded in scripture is god says even when you were doing it i wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like, whoa, here we go. This gets real pretty quick. Yeah. Well, God is sharing to the prophet and sharing with us is God's heart was for your heart. Not that this mm-hmm. would be a mechanical thing that we just do because we've always done it, but doing it for a heart of worshiping God and mm-hmm. studying his word so we can encounter the God of scripture and through it learn to love him more and learn what it means to obey yeah. him more. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I wish I could find out. Well, maybe next week I'll get the passage for you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will find it out. This came to my mind um, as we study that word. But closing remarks, Stephen, what are some, um, what's something you want to share with us as we close our time here together and studying God's word, another source, another resource that we can be using? 
I shared it um, last week when I was speaking, um, but I I love the Bible Project. It's one of the most yeah. helpful things in understanding thematically, and I say that I just mean you know the main idea of a book of the Bible when you get into reading it, um, especially those yeah. old prophet or Old Testament prophet books like you know Zephaniah, Zechariah, <laughs> which yeah. you know it's what God is mad at his people like what's going on um i love watching those videos before i get into a new book of the bible um even now i'll watch them if i've seen them before and just see get an idea of where where am i ending up when i finish this book where am i starting where are we going to go through the middle um i think it really helps bring scripture alive um so we talked about that i kind of threw it out there at the end um but you know, those are some of my favorite resources. Uh, but then, you know, just studying as a whole, I love what you said about, you know, find what works for you. Um, we're all wired differently, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe an audio Bible, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll drive and listen to passages of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really helpful. It's just a different way of engaging with God's word. And um, so find what works for you. And, um, Talk to the person you're again the force that's meeting with you, or um, you know, talk to your parents, your parents, or mm. cr- you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just find people that you respect, you trust, mm. that you see you're walking with God, and you know that um, are in the Word, and you know, ask them for some tips. Mm. You know, so again, yeah. find what works for you. Yeah, and there's no no dumb questions. There yeah. is no questions so far out there. Uh, you know, we encourage them and uh, don't feel that you should know the answer. Um, yeah. Because even if you've been a Christian your entire life and you're asking these questions, man, that's why we're here and that's what our heart is. Yeah. And we're ultimately we are finite beings yeah. trying to understand an infinite God. <laughs> it there are a lot yeah. of questions. <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. We don't even have every single answer. Um, That's but, right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're you know we ourselves are going through scripture and struggling through it on our own. But you know, thank you, Stephen. One resource I'm gonna throw out to you all: um, "Living by the Book" by Howard and William Hendricks. This is one profound book that really had a big impact as I studied the um, art and science of reading the Bible. It's a thicker book. Um, definitely will take some time to go through, but it kind of breaks down different ways to study your own. And so if you wanted to go more in depth and wanted to find something that, um, a cop, a book, a physical copy of a book that can help you understand scripture. I mean, that's a great resource. That's helped me a lot. And there's so many out there, but that's just one I'm going to throw out there. Blue letter Bible, as you've mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, look up a verse and see kind of some of the, some of the deeper understanding of the words and commentaries that are on there. Well, next week, uh, when we get back together, we are going to be studying memorizing God's Word. That's a big one right there. Yeah. Yeah, and because I feel that that's probably the most difficult one for myself, to be quite honest yeah. with you. Even this morning, I was trying to study a passage, and it was um, a different version. I'm like, I'm not going to get this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm driving, I'm saying it, and then all of a sudden, a bird flies in front of my car, and I already forget what I was saying because I was distracted mm-hmm. by the bird. And so I'm really excited for next time we come together to learn some habits, learn some disciplines and ways that we can best store God's word heart. I'm excited. Yeah. Um,
Scripture memory is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll join you all next week and studying God's Word. Have a great day.